So I'm a smoking hot female. I'm mm-hmm. your age. Thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Uh, correct. <laughs> Yay! Test. Yeah, I've mostly been in movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people often make comment on the transformation of my already beautiful face to even more beautiful. And I recently, my newest boyfriend said to him, "You smell like weed," and he replied, "I am the weed." In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's. Unlikely heroes, Jade and MJK, come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. There it is, the sound of the podcast beginning. Welcome everyone to Season 7, Episode 9 of on that podcast Whoops. now i'm gonna try and work through these clues of mjk's who am i and uh look i'm a little bit baffled on this one. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah hear that fizz yeah dog pour that in the yeti yeti we're looking for sponsorship um and v so hit us up you know our digits <laughs> yeah motherfuckers hit us up hit us up all right she's my age now that doesn't really just jump out any specific person to me i've had a fans a face transformation i went oh Ren- renee zellweger came back after all these years looking very different yeah, but, she but like the person 50, i know so. he's like i don't know if she's my age but she'd be close um actually she could be my age and she did have a major face plant was chloe kardashian but chloe kardashian's your she age? looks so different i don't know i think she's a bit well, i know she's well, Kim's now 40 so oh geez. yeah she'd be close okay so it's not her nah and the boyfriend's a weed man <laughs> Yeah. I'm so confused. How about if I tell you the boyfriend? Could you usually up with the celebrity? All right, here we go. Uh, MGK, Machine Gun Kelly. I was going to say Megan Fox. I don't know why. I didn't think she'd had a face. No, no, no. I didn't say she had work done. Many people comment on the transformation of her already beautiful face. Saying that she has. Right. And I did think of them when you were just saying. I am the weed. Yeah. (laughs) But I didn't say it. So, uh. That's my fault, and uh, I'll, I'll do better next time. Well, that brings us to our little segment here where we discuss what we've watched recently. I think it's been, again, another month since our last podcast episode. Yeah, it's been a good long while because I've watched four comedy specials. Why? And you and do I'm, that every Sunday. And I'm due for one Sunday tonight. Routine. Yes. Oh, shit. Exactly. So I apologise and thank you for your patience, but we're going to be spitting out the last two a lot more quickly than you would expect just to keep you on your toes. And uh, this week we're going to be going to be discussing Marvel's animated series what if and ryan reynolds in free guy and then we got a treat for you for the finale for episode 10 coming in another week's time so yeah shall i kick it off with some things i've seen Please. things i've watched things i've read or played on my playstation 5 yeah just throw, throw that in there again what color is your playstation it's white racist <laughs> you can get black fan like wing things for it too black wings wings so like in your hair, so you look like an yeah. Italian mobster. Yeah, just so I look a little bit harder, you know. Nobody wants to 
look like the PlayStation 5. Anyway, I watched a film <laughs> shit now, called Best Sellers, which is a 2021 release with Aubrey Plaza. I like Aubrey. In it. And, oh, oh God. British. I don't know. British it sounds all right, doesn't it? Um, not fun. I've watched a couple of British things lately, so that might, might be why. Um, I can't remember. I think it's Michael. Yeah, it's Michael Caine plays a sort of a dry, washed up author and Aubrey Plaza is a, a publisher and she's just trying to get him to make re- release one more book to sort of get her publishing company back off the ground after she took it over from her, her father. Um, so it's a drama with some comedic moments, but yeah, it was a nice heartfelt film to watch after our last podcast. Sounds terrible. And we're a fan of uh, Aubrey Plaza, so that's mostly why I watched it. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the 73rd Annual Emmy Awards, which is the awards that honour television. And it was weirdly and um, hosted by Cedric the Entertainer. It was actually weirdly? He's dope. I know, but it just had a whole other vibe. And they didn't have it, so they usually sit for the Emmys in rows, looking like a theatre. The Golden Globes, we know, notoriously at round tables. This was also at round tables and... The stages were in the middle. It looked very, very different, different setting. But oh, who cares? Because the last few um, award shows have been virtual or mm-hmm. with minimal crowds, with masks, all these things. So it didn't have any of that. And we were sort of back to business, which was fun. And things like Mayor of East Town and Ted Lasso just sort of won the show That's on the night. That's what I was about to say. Like, mm. I feel like this was forever ago, which makes sense because we've been, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. But I know Ted Lasso cleaned up. That's all I heard from it. But Yeah, Mayor of Easttown won for a lot of things as well. So um, I enjoyed the Emmys being back to what it is and seeing um, some of our favourites on the stage. So, yep, you know, I watch that every year as well as Golden Globes, which will be around again in January. Um, with my year nines, I watch Rabbit Proof Fence. It's like a twice yearly <laughs> watch when I get to this point in um, our history course of the stolen generation. So we watch that and they're always very and en- not entertained, but engaged by the fact that that's a true story. And it was actually happening in our backyard for many years year and not that, that long in? ago, 2002 Okay, got that written down. So it's cool because it hasn't really aged, I don't think. And it's got great soundtrack, like a score that, goes along with it and i'm always just as enthralled by it each time i watch it no even though this is probably the fifth time i've seen it and i still tear up at segments of it particularly at the end um when it's showing the real molly and her sisters um, oh is that the three girls who were like yeah. them? So, oh, i do remember that yeah like literally that we were in year 10 at this point when this was coming out and the bloke from crocodile dundee's the tracker the, yeah and yeah, then they yeah. had the spin-off of a movie called the tracker i never saw that um but yeah he's quite an interesting character as well because his daughter is in the um what do you call it not the church but the the place in which they're converting them to be to white white, white. um with my year 11s i watched mao's last dancer um which was released in 2009 and it's the story of lee shun chin who was um living in china and then recruited to beijing ballet academy at age 11 and then from there, about age 18, he goes to Houston, Texas and dances with their ballet academy there and eventually marries an Australian woman and now lives in Australia and is the artistic director for the Queensland Ballet Academy. Um, so I've actually seen that film a few times now. It was a book first, then a film, then a children's book. The story of Lee and how he became one of the most prominent um, ballet dancers in the world. And I show it because it's my EAL class. And it, they have a oh, similar right. thing where he has to sort of 
uproot from his family and go somewhere else entirely, experience all these culture shocks and sort of persevere to pursue his dreams. So so you're giving uh, your, your kids hope to marry uh, an Australian <laughs> woman. Yep, you can stay here and marry an Australian. Love That's that. Sick. Love that view. Um, the first PlayStation 5 game I played and finished through was Life is Strange True Colors, a new release. I've played all of the Life is Strange stories. They're the telltale type games where more story driven and all your decisions affect the outcome of yeah, the game. You basically just watch it, right? Yeah. For a, well, you walk around, you've got to explore a lot. There is a lot of control. And then obviously make some very big decisions. And in the moment, you're like, what do I do? Because you know... It's going to affect everything significantly no matter what. And that's what gives it extreme playability, replayability, because you can go back and do it differently. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed that. It's a very quick playthrough, so well, I traded it back in, ready for the next lot of games nice. that are coming out. Finished Nine Perfect Strangers, which I said last step I was looking forward to doing, which is the Amazon Prime limited series based on the Leanne Moriarty book uh, featuring Nicole Kidman and your girl... Samara Weaving, she's a character in there as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy is Bobby the big... Bobby uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, good memory, good memory. Um, so, yeah, I enjoyed that. It was a little bit different from the book, definitely much more fast-paced, but um, ha- it had a different tone as well. They're definitely hyping up the, I guess, because of the success of things like um, Big Little Lies and Little Fires Everywhere. They amped up the suspense and mystery of it a little bit more than what's in the book. The book, the book is really just a straight-up drama. This one, they made elements of thriller in it just to captivate the audience a little bit more. So I did like that shift because then it didn't mean I was getting the exact same storyline again mm-hmm. um, to what I just read. I watched Boss Level, which is a film you've watched from 2021. It's available on Netflix. My boy Frank Grillo and uh, our girl Naomi Watts. Yeah, she's not in a whole lot, but yeah, he you realise okay, he's spinning. Our, our man Mel Gibson, okay, yeah. <laughs> Australia represent, although I don't Will know if Sasso I want to be associated with him at all times. Nah, he's all right. <laughs> he's eight. I mean, he's he's technically he's, American. He is American. Yeah, he's, he's a legit director. He's very, very good director. He's a bad motherfucker. Axel like, Ridge as well. Uh, boss level finished. Apocalypto. Fuck Axel Ridge. Yeah, true. No, Axel Ridge is great. Yeah, that act is terrible. Okay. I finished season six. Such a punchable face. Did you like Boss Level? I, I, oh, I uh, kept talking over you. Yeah, it was all right. I wasn't in love with it or obsessed with it or like, let's watch it again and tell everyone about it. But uh, it's an interesting concept just to it see is, him play it through so many different ways. Literally, you haven't watched Happy Death Day, have you? No. Okay. I was tempted to look that up because of it. It's just like, I feel like that and same with Freaky recently. Yes. A lot of movies are just taking old school shit and just apply. Like, so this was an action mm. with elements of comedy. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. Where and like, uh, Happy Death Day was horror with elements of comedy. Where you know, Groundhog Day was just straight up comedy and all that shit. So I'm I'm expecting to see more movies like Boss Level and Happy Death Day is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it's definitely starting a trend, which is not a bad thing. Also, need- the open ending. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, where'd he go? Yeah. <laughs> That was good. Uh, Lucifer season six, which was the series finale there on Netflix. Did you cry? I got a bit teary towards the end, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, yeah, anyway, I won't spoil anything. But yeah, that was, it had its moments of like, oh, let's get on with it. Let's get to the end. But otherwise the rest of it was really good. So glad to have seen that through. Then I watched a real trippy film again with Aubrey Plaza. She, I'm a fan called Black Bear. 
I don't know if I really want to even try and explain it. Essentially, she's a director writer. Right. She goes away to a cabin and stays with another couple just to get away, get a sort of clear up her writer's block and work on a new project and ends up getting in sort of heated discussions. It's very dialogue driven the first half about um, politics, feminism, all of this sort of stuff. Can I guess where it's going? Okay, yeah, yeah. Then they drug her, dress her up in a black bear <laughs> outfit, and then hunt her. No. Oh. The black bear's really, a, I don't know what the metaphor is, is, but it's just something that she encounters in the wild a couple of times that comes across, but there's, you kind of hear rustling leaves here, and they're like, oh, that's definitely in their territory because they're in the middle of nowhere. Then, boom, second half, big twist and shift. Vampires. starts the same way it started before, but this time all the things she described in the first half, she had ideas for the story. It is the story and she's acting it out. And the other, the couple that she was with, the guy is now the director. The girl is the love interest um, or the person who's come to the cabin to clear her writer's block. And Aubrey Plaza is playing the woman. And it's about the three of them and their relationship and their conflict and all this. And like, and it's like a movie set. You're watching this production company put together the film and work behind the scenes on the story that she came up with from having spent time with this couple. But it's like they're different characters altogether. So it's the same actors and that's what trips you up a little bit. So it's it's very bizarre, but um, I I persevered. I got through it. Her performance in it, her acting was um, very, very good because it's straight up drama. It's not really going for anything she's done some real quirky comedies before. She's a solid fucking worker, man. Well-rounded. So the that woman was herself is like you know just dry and quirky and in, mm-hmm. in, in a sense, but she also knows she she bad as a motherfucker. <laughs> Damn straight she does. Um, so yeah, shout out Aubrey Plaza. Harry Potter six, the half bug prince yeah, released you know, in two thousand nine. You know we're recording two episodes today, right? Yeah. You had school holidays. You just went balls to the walls. Yeah. Okay, good yeah. for you. This is my list, dude. And hey, to finish up dude. before our two features for today. Um, I watched The Guilty, Jake Gyllenhaal's latest 2021 release on Netflix. Very similar concept to The Call with Halle Berry. Right. Where he's working in a 9-11, like in a a call center, a 9-11 call center. And what takes one particular call for a woman who's been kidnapped and it sort of transpires from there. Righteous. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. They filmed it in 11 days. He gets his brother-in-law, Peter Skarsgård. Is it Peter? Yeah. Yeah, Peter Skarsgård is... You see all these actors' names, you're like, ooh, all these people are going to be in it. And then they're mostly just voices on the phone of people he's calling and that's how they shot it in 11 days. Ethan Hawke as well. It's like some guy that was affiliated with Training Day that was the director, so... um, Oh, was it the director of Training Day? I don't know if it's the director or if it was the writer or the producer, but there was some link there. Um, so that has a bit of a vibe and some crossover From with the, the actors. They bought you training day, but we won't tell you who. It's the, guilt, the guilty. The guilty. <laughs> anyway, that's me until I get to the other stuff for next, Ed. Right what on. Have you watched in the last month. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I uh, spent some time with my mother and watched some movies with her. So I oh, um, watched some movies for the first time. So I saw Jack the Giant Slayer. Oh, a kid's one from years ago, right? Not really a kid's film. There's some really oh, graphic what murder year was that? stuff. Oh, like 2014 maybe? Mm-hmm. Not a good movie. Special effects were pretty shit. Decent cast and there was a very nice looking redhead who kept me going. <laughs> <laughs> Thank 
on that's for the, the redhead. That's the truth, dog, for real. <laughs> um, and then uh, also with my dear mother, I watched London Has Fallen for the first time. Oh, yeah, yep. Could have done without it. Don't need it. Is that the first one? It's the it's second the, one. It's the second yeah. one. And oh, then there's boy. a third one, right? Oh, Olympus Has Fallen. Yes, where I think he becomes the target of something. Anyway. Yep. Uh, Anywho. You can't do an American accent. Right. It's the most generic. And then it's it's got the charm of the 80s movies where he says like the one-liners and all that shit. And it's got like the heavy violence of and course. action and all that. But it's just like, I don't... Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Your boy mm. watched Black Widow for the first time. Yeah. You text me. I was like, yes. Jay, and I you got, said to me... I gotta be real with you. Mm. I was scared. I, I was like, oh, he's not gonna like really it. really liked this film. Yay! It's it makes me so happy. The first... I'll technically the second movie since guardians of the galaxy Mm -hmm. where like the pre-credits thing Mm -hmm. sucked me in Mm, like i remember their little family aspect yeah the kids and yeah right okay yeah yeah yeah. it's coming back to me the fireflies they're getting chased by the the shield agents Mm -hmm. and they they need to get into the the airplane and then scarjo as a kid Mm -hmm. was like don't take my sister and all this type of shit yep I was just like, fuck. And then the opening credits with the um, Nirvana cover. The Nirvana cover? Yeah. It smells like Teen Spirit? Yes. Yeah. I, I was, was like, what is this song? Oh, this is different. Gave me goosebumps, which was dope. Yeah. And, I, and then I was, towards the end, as you know, when it just becomes all action, kind of tuned out a bit. But okay. really enjoyed the film. And I think the reason it's got such a low rating from everybody is because of the placement of its release. Yeah, 100%. That's what a lot of reviewers were saying. This should have been out when Captain Marvel's out. I'm like... Yeah, but now you're affecting your whole opinion of the film based on when mm. it was released. Like, come on. But, but being that, like, none of, well, none of, most mm. of recent history of the MCU is beyond nonlinear. Like, you mm-hmm. don't need to watch it in succession or, like, you know. Anyway, really enjoyed it. Good. I'm glad. Kind of. Fills in the gaps quite well, considering it's between two of the biggest films in the bloody MCU. Still Infinity think War. Homegirl Florence is going to be the new Black Widow. <sighs> How good is she in that? She's fantastic. The whole, you do this, you flick your head out when she's mimicking. Uh, and <laughs> those parts that you told me as well where they're like the having, improvised and... Oh, just the conversations yeah, where okay. they're like talking about, like, what are you on your period? And yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I don't have my period because of, uh, you know, and the, and just how she just balls the world. Her tone is very balls of the world. Yeah. Whereas ScarJo's mentioned it before and it's like... Yeah, it's kind of alluded yeah, like to. Chemically, can't be having Jesus. She's so good. And then, yeah, the other movie is Free Guy, which we'll be talking about. Yes, we will later. Now, TV show or TV series. Uh, this is England is one of my favorite sometimes series of you know. Uh, it was a movie originally set in the eighties. That's 80s. what I thought. Yeah. Then there was This Is England eighty six and eighty eight, uh, two mini series. You have mentioned these before, yeah. And yeah. I recently uploaded to Stand. Watched This Is England 90, which, oh my fucking God, 2015 Stand. release, probably never going to do This Is England 1992. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing. Four apps. It's set like the, they're all of age now in mm-hmm. college. Um, it's just becoming the like uh, the rave scene era. So they're all pinging. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. The more grown up ones Love are that. getting married, having kids, all this kind of shit. But there's there's still life is impact from stuff that's happened previously. And right. it just... It pieces it together well. Completely hackers, but loved it. And I love the dialogue and the, the Britishisms and all that yeah. type of stuff as well. Uh, finished oh, finished season five of Fresh After Bout. Yeah, yeah. How many are there of those in total? And have, has it finished? Six. And yes. Okay. Finished. Last season was last year. 
and what if which we'll be getting into later yep i watched crack cocaine corruption and conspiracy <laughs> documentary on yeah. um netflix really fucked up because the crack uh epidemic in the united states which reagan was you know his war oh, on okay. drugs was huge in the yeah. 80s early 90s the amount of people that ended up in prison and lost their kids and all that kind of stuff it's just a documentary about that and how the war on drugs wasn't a war on drugs it was a war on people on drugs right yeah because the CIA were yeah. working with drug dealers on, you know, taking down kingpins while still letting drugs come into the country. And it was, yeah, kind of a hard watch in a way. Mm. I watched Doug Stanhope's No Place Like Home comedy special. Doug's a very strange dude, but very intelligent. It's, he takes a long way to get to a point, but you laugh your balls off. <laughs> Once he gets there, you're like, oh, that's funny. Very enjoyable. I watched uh, Ian Bagg's 2018 special, Conversations, which the dude produced a comedy special where he literally spends most of the time talking to the audience. So he's just flying by the seat of his pants. Yeah, right. Made me laugh my balls off. <laughs> That's good because it's yeah. unexpected. You're like, you don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. And he gets into this conversation <laughs> with this very good looking young lady who's like wearing a promise. She a redhead? No, no, no. She's <laughs> just, just a brunette, but... She works for a church or something, and he's like, holy fucker, are you wearing a promise ring? You know? <laughs> I don't know why I kind of made him sound uh, British. Yeah, a little weird. Little weird. <laughs> he sounds weird, though. But That's yeah, why. Fun. Um, I finished Marvel's Avengers Kate Bishop taking aim. Oh, the, the video game on PS4. Yeah, the DLC for that, and mm-hmm. the Hawkeye Future Imperfect, which was probably my favorite part. Oh, cool. Both of them I like because they're the arrow guys. Yeah. They're just like, pew, pew, we got arrows. Pew, pew. So that's, that's pretty dope. Hell yeah. And uh, yeah, that, that's, all, that's all for my viewing pleasure. Oh, Any questions yeah. on any of that shit? Uh, in playing Kate Bishop and Hawkeye, do you have any exp- expectations that you want to see for the upcoming November 11 series on Disney Plus? No. Because Kate, who's Kate Bishop in the video game? Kate for Bishop example? is acknowledged as Hawkeye's biggest fan. Oh, okay, cool. And that's what she is yeah, in the and TV show. Okay, cool. A couple of times, like, Tony's just like, oh, I didn't recognize you because, you know, when I first saw you, you were a kid. Right. But he doesn't sound like that. He sa- actually sounds like Paul Rudd being Tony Stark in the game. As right. you know. You yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Um, but, yeah, that's all my questions for you. And uh, we'll be right back to discuss trailers. Sick. Slash of films became a thing mm-hmm. for me after them Scream movies. Mm-hmm. In the oh, 96 Scream was first released. And now we've got a trailer for Scream 5 called Scream, Scream <laughs> which is the same title as the 1996 film, and which is confusing. And the Netflix TV series. Correct, which only lasted the two seasons, ended abruptly, obviously didn't get renewed because I was waiting around for a while. It, it was, was too it was silly. Okay, it was just too silly. It's hard to do. 
I think it's hard to do a TV series about a, killer? a slasher killer because at yeah. some point it's got to get caught or all the people are dead. But you know what's coming out on Amazon Prime? I was going to talk about it next step, but yes, yep. <laughs> I know what you did last summer. Yeah. I watched the trailer to that one. But how do you do a limited series, yes, and mm. play out the characters more and then make them more expendable or make it more, you know, but they've saddening that, when they die. But whew. in that trailer, we've moved ahead. Um, it makes it look like they're all targeting each other. Like, who mm. do we, no, we can't mm-hmm. trust. Mm-hmm. Nope, but that very yeah. diverse cast. Yeah. Uh, the Asian girl's like, I can't trust the black girl. And the black girl's like, clearly it's the white girl because she's crazy. <laughs> And then there's that generic meathead who's like, yeah, I'm just here to bang. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It doesn't seem to have the same vibe as the 96 film where it it became a cult classic because it's taking the piss out of other, not taking the piss like scary movie, but it's a commentary on horror films 100%. prior to this point. They talk about the... Well, you've literally got Jamie Kennedy's character talking about the rules. Yeah, the rules of horror films. Like, don't run up the stairs and, and don't have sex. Talking all about things. Jamie Lee Curtis being the screen queen because she played by all the rules. She never yeah. had sex. She never got her titties out. Yes, that's she it. She ran out the door instead of... Run, well, she probably ran up the stairs at least one of those <laughs> movies. Uh, like the... Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem to have the comedic elements of those original with the original trilogy in particular um they obviously did have a screen for but they've got nev campbell courtney cox and david Arquette all returning to reprise their roles so we had mjk had some theories around that that they might sort of be at the start be killed off pretty quickly Way back when this got announced this got announced a while ago i was going to say that yeah i thought they were going to do the drew barrymore mm. and uh just pop at least one of them maybe all of them right by the end. In that first pre-credits phone call, do you want to play a game? And then they'll be all like, yo, this ain't funny, son. Because like, it was Drew Barrymore. Then it was Jada Pinkett Smith and Omar mm-hmm, Epps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then it was Homeboy, my homeboy, because whatever. Uh, young. God damn, why is his name eluding me? Most beautiful name in the world. Liev Schreiber. Aha. Uh-huh. Pablo's bro. And then the fourth one, it was two, a whole bunch of white people. Like... Mm-hmm. Uh, it just kept going from one clip to the next of yeah. like, are we in the movie yet? <laughs> or One of which was Veronica Mars and the other one that Anna Paquin chick. Lu- Lucy Hale was in there as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah like a lot of teens replacing like what was Sarah Michelle Gellar and um, she was the second one and she was in I Know What You Did Last Summer as well. That's what confused me for a second. And uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, she's also that. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> we didn't really get the comedy effect from this trailer and it's not a um uh what's the word when you remake it's not a remake it's not a reboot yeah it's not a reboot or a remake that's right because they are continuing the storyline along with those three original original uh, actors slash but they, characters they've just got a lazy title is, is it just screamed saying. i was like how does that work and i missed two with the date is that next year's release it's 2022 yes with no specific say, date yet. i want to say january Okay. I'm pretty sure it's in so like if they had their shit together, they'd release it for Halloween. But they are releasing Halloween Kill, so they it's might be already, avoiding. Bro. Is it? Yeah, it came oh. out the 15th in the states, so we're the oh, 17th damn. here as of recording. So I got a certain somebody. Uh, <laughs> I was like, you gonna see it in the movies? Obviously not. Nah, fuck that, son. Son? <laughs> <laughs> no, you said son. Never mind. Keep going. People won't know. <laughs> um. I watched the Nirvana Kurt Cobain teaser trailer no, for a doco. Uh, I can't tell if it's a movie, mini. Oh. It's a teaser. A okay. lot of it is like real life footage, but also actors oh. 
playing Kurt and oh, Courtney. Okay, it must be a limited series then. Potentially, yeah. like I said, could be movie limited series. Shit, whatever. what's it called? It's just called Nirvana, Kurt oh. Cobain. So that got me a little giddy just because I like Nirvana's music. Hell yeah! And I know how uh, completely toxic and destructive Kurt and Courtney's relationship was, and I just know that he was always, you know, Mr. Genius, pretty much just waiting to die. So that uh, that should be an interesting watch. A 2021 release? No, never mind. Yeah, it's not on the IMDb. Yeah, wow. You can it says find something the, about a short and that's it. You can find the trailer easy on um, the okay. YouTubes. I have to suss it. And it made me question if it was even real, but then I Googled it and it was just like, yeah, coming in 2022 or whatever. So. Yeah, right. Hmm. Watch that. Watch that, this space. That's that's it for me, oh. son. <laughs> So we should do like a what if <laughs> for the podcast. In the title. Yeah, like what if it was... Like give an example of one of the titles in the what if season one was uh, what if Agent Carter became Captain America or something along, along no, those what lines. If Agent Carter was the world's first Avenger. That's right. What if Agent Carter what was the world's first Avenger. T'Challa became a Star-Lord. That's it, yeah. What if zombies... <laughs> Every episode, now you're like, hey, something. Uh, some shit just. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about Free Guys well today. So uh, I had an idea that yeah, this could what, be what if, what if Free Guy was was Deadpool. Deadpool hey. What? But he is exactly. So we're here to talk about MCU's What If animated series from Disney Plus, which had nine episodes. A little odd number just to throw you off your game. Mm. Usually the back nine is is added, not started with. And we we know (laughs) (laughs) we know there's a season two coming as well. But yes, these aren't necessarily canon because they are exploring what the comics do well. We're looking at parallel universes and alternative storylines to what could have been represent. But overseen by what's his name? The Watcher, Watcher. Jeffrey Wright. The your boy. He is. The nine episodes did kind of become canon, canon within itself mm, true, because yeah, the last yeah. two apps tied everything together. The Guardians of the Multiverse. Yeah, which was Thor, mm. Gamora, mm-hmm. uh, Killmonger's Black Panther, T'Challa's Agent Star-Lord, Agent Titties, slash Captain America. And uh, then there was... Doc Strange and the Watcher was yes, there Doc Strange. putting them together. I think that was and it. Black yeah. Widow pops up. She, she comes in she at the comes end. She comes in. And Homegirl's just like, yeah, we're like best friends. And she's like, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I like seeing the different dynamics and relationships we didn't get in any of the other series or films. Like, oh, that would have been fun to watch in real life. Are you a fan of the non-voices as in... No. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. I we know as Black Widow, but it's Lake, Lake Bell. Bell yeah. the, the woman herself, it's the actor. Just, it's Lake Bell, not ScarJo. Yeah. Same with the it dude they had as t- Tony Stark. It's terrible. Iron Man, yeah. yeah. And who else? Uh, no, Chris Hemsworth does Thor. Iron Man, ScarJo, the main ones, right? Yeah. And uh, they, they for some people? reason, got someone to do Drax's voice, but Dave Batista publicly oh, yes. said, I was never asked to do it. I would have loved to. Have oh, wow. Really? So, mm mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so you're listening to it going, it does sound like ScarJo, and then you go, yeah, no, it's not, and it throws you off a little bit. But so many of the original MCU actors come back and reprise their roles they for the voices. Have, they didn't even have James Spader do Ultron, who was like... They, that was the other one they changed. Yes, yeah, you're right. That was strange. Cause that was very strange. James and it was Chadwick Boseman's last um, stint as well, before he passed away, was voicing... Well, T'Challa, T'Challa. Star-Lord. Yeah, because I'm like, he's not Black Panther. I liked when they were all like, yeah, what's up, cuz? He's like, I'm not your cuz, cuz. Cuz, cuz. And the first one was the first Avenger one that you didn't really love. I enjoyed it for what it was. It was the fact, I think they lent too much into the fact that it's an animation, so they made they just had right. all that shitty kid's humor, which one of my favorite episodes was when Hank Pym was just topping everybody. Yeah. But they still had a lot of like cheesy lines in there, mm-hmm. which I feel like this, oh, it's too serious. Let's just chuck yeah. a very a, a nonsense joke that doesn't hit, which was kind of the same with uh, the Thor episode. Pro- Natalie Portman probably didn't return either for that. She but. did. Oh, sick. She did, yeah. I think because she's there for Thor, Love and Thunder and possibly Thor Girl, um, she's like, well, I'm committed to this at the moment, so Sick. I'll stick around. Um, yeah, and that was really... Cat Dennings. Yeah, fun. that yeah. was... Them two hanging out. Like, that was fun, yes. But that, that Thor episode was where he was just way silly, Which, but that, that was the point of it. If he was yeah. an only child, he's a brat. Yeah, makes sense. It's <laughs> a Jane tattoo. <laughs> he's Johnny Depp meets Winona Ryder. <laughs> he's going to regret that later. <laughs> No, it, it was fun. I did like enjoy the animation, the look of it. It's very pretty, mm-hmm. um, and I like that. It, what did I? It was thirty minutes each, really just a little quick. bit. Well, actually, yeah, the, I think the episodes sat at like thirty-five for the credits. Yeah, that's for like it. Five minutes. Yeah, they're so. pretty long at the end there. I did enjoy the episodes most where you had lots of the Avengers together yeah. in a, a weird mix that you wouldn't have expected or you definitely haven't seen before. Even though I was just talking shit on the zombies episode, that no, was no, a nice no. The ensemble. zombies was one of my faves, yeah. and again, it has a lot of them all working together mm-hmm. um, to sort of take down the zombies, as opposed to maybe. Um, it wasn't Thanos, it was Ultron who becomes yeah, the he, ultimate. He became like, not just of the universe, but of the, the multiverse. The multiverse, which was pretty scary thinking yeah. about that. When you do think about it. And then T'Challa was like, nah, that's mine, son. <laughs> we out. <laughs> pretty much. So yeah, I did I did enjoy it. It was something just a little bit different. I know a couple of mates are like, nah, if it's not canon, I'm not really invested. So I won't put my time and eff- energy there. But they were, like you said, seen they were half as, they were easy watches. Very easy, yeah. Some were a lot more enjoyable than others, but here we are. What was your favourite? Yeah, I think um, zombies, just because it's, you're not going to get a zombies, you're not going to get zombies in one of these films. Um, I like seeing a really powerful Scarlet Witch going, oh, damn, what is she going to be like in this next Doctor Strange that's coming out. That's what I said in previous episodes. Mm. I think she's going to be a naughty, naughty girl. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not opposed to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not opposed to it. So maybe the zombies and, yeah, yeah, just because it had group mentality of a lot of them working together. Right on. Yeah. Sick. Good for you. And I did like First Avenger. I was like, oh, it's like kind of Wonder Woman meets Captain America. I really liked the Doctor Strange episode just because yep. that, was, oh, that was brutal. That, well, yeah, it was so far <laughs> removed of everything else. Yeah, he just true. Lost his mind yeah. trying to save his woman, and uh, I liked the vibe of the Killmonger becoming T'Challa mm. episode. Well, not T'Challa becoming Black Panther, also because every time he did something, it just went into a, to a nice little drill track. Like, 
like you nice. know, I was just like, ah. Oh. And it happened in the the last episode too when he fucked off with all the stones. <laughs> it, I was just like, you, yeah, like bottom, know, like bottom of my head. They know they've got a whole season two up their sleeve, so be interesting. Is there anyone that we didn't really see much of that we could hope? For? Oh, Captain Marvel, we didn't see much of. I'm like, well, could we hope to see in season two? There's not a lot of Captain Marvel. I love seeing a lot of Black Widow, you know, especially now that we're not getting more of her. I'm like, this is how I can get Natasha fixes now that uh, the movies are done. Well, we only got Ant-Man and Wasp in... The zombie one. Yep. And we got no Chris Pratt except for... Yeah, that's true. When Kurt Russell... They had their little scene. Ego or whatever his name is, yeah. Um, But when I say Chris Pratt, I mean Star-Lord. Yeah, <laughs> um, pretty much. Because someone else became Star Lord, so yeah. it's like, how do we get Chris Pratt to this? But it is a multiverse, so there's lots of them. And it was the same with Spider Man; he was only represented in Zombies. But the same with the new, uh, what do you call him? Falcon. What's he called now? Captain America. Oh yeah, yeah. Leaving that lots alone, of, I guess. Lots of shit going on. Yeah, so maybe we'll see some more Captain Marvel, but just let's just get them all together. Plus, maybe we'll see some Shung Chi or something like that. Now that well, we've had that I'm, film, that's what I'm expecting. Yeah, expecting and hoping. Um, so yeah, what if it's still there on Disney Plus? Check it out if you're keen, whether you want canon or not. It's a fun watch, an easy watch for the most part. For the most part, <laughs> don't don't put all of your expectations back on us, please. Yeah. Uh, but linked to Disney and the MCU, we uh, have Free Guy. I'm which not sh- I know you're probably like, why is he shaking his head at me? I'm not shaking my head at you. Yeah. What's up? When I told you that I watched it mm. and we'll mm-hmm. get into oh, how yeah. i broke that to you yeah homeboy here <laughs> six days before or so before he watched it bought it on blu-ray because he <laughs> thought he was slick this is why i know why you're shaking your head now yeah <laughs> like oh i want to see free guy i'm gonna buy it on blu-ray That's yeah because it was it. it was currently in the cinemas and then yeah. i was at jb hi-fi and i saw it there i was like yo like, I'm ahead of the fucking game. <laughs> I'm the man. I was, I I was like the pumping the killers while I was paying. <laughs> I'm man. the man. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, as like I messaged you, let you know that I became a huge Jodie Comer fan oh, just by watching Free Guy. Bless. And then a few days later, you messaged me and be like, yeah, I'm about to watch it. It's on Disney+. Plus. And literally <laughs> the day I watched it, I went on to Disney Plus afterwards just to watch some fresh off the mm-hmm, boat or something, mm-hmm. and I saw it there, and I was mm. like, "Oh, it's probably available for rent or buy." It's free, guy, son. Yeah. It's free. So I don't know I, how they got away with that. I played myself. Is like, what I'm I've trying just to spent say. money on a Blu-ray, and it was bloody free on Disney Plus. Lucky I enjoyed it, and that's how I watched it. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's like le- the rest of us. Lead us in, Jade. How's this? How's this go? Free uh, guy. Free guy. It's basically GTA slash Fortnite. Meets Ready Player One. There you go. You like that? You like that? We do get... um, Basically, we're thrown into this computer world where Ryan Reynolds plays... His name is literally Guy, (laughs) which is an actual person's name. We know a guy. Um, And then we have Jodie Comer's character and Taka Waititi's characters living outside of the world from the creator's perspective. Is she Molotov in the real world called Millie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had designed a game. The guy from Stranger Things. He's the other. I don't know his the actor's name. You know that dude's older than Jodie Comer. Really? No. Only by like a year. But this. Okay, was when I found that would. Yeah, because he's playing a teen in Stranger Things, where we're seeing her as an adult each time. Maybe that's what's thrown us. Wow, I did not know that. Um, basically, yeah. All of a sudden, um, Jodie Comer's character Molotov is within the game and connects with Free Guy. She's trying to find proof that. 
this game has been boycotted from her own ideas, her, her and her partner's ideas. That's the wrong word, Jade. Boycotted? Uh, if I was to boycott the game, I wouldn't play it. Oh, okay. Her it's shit was it's like copyrighted. They yeah. stole the map yeah. and used it as a base for, for the game. For the foundation for their own game. So she basically Your wants English to find evidence kids. of that. And, <laughs> um, and she's getting it from Hugh Jackman's from. voice. Yes, yes. Blake Lively's even one of the characters. I didn't pick up which one, but they have a lot of cameos. A lot of people have cameos within that. Well, I know The Rock did as well. Yeah, he yes. He was the voice of the, the the gunman that he stands up to. Oh, yes. But the the yep. girl who's playing the, the cloud man character, he's like wearing all the cloud outfit. She's like, you're not supposed to be doing this. Mm-hmm. And then he shoots him and his his buddy, Buddy, is like, oh, man, you kill him. <laughs> and he's like, he's just sleeping. So tired. But uh, Guy gets a pair of glasses because he's just living in this, this world, Groundhog people Day. People with glasses are like superheroes. Mm, and all it. the people in the game without glasses, we find out, are, that's right, NPCs. Mm-hmm. And when you get the glasses, he sees what the gamers are seeing. Yeah, so it's like what he can interact with, how he can earn money, how he can pick up weapons, all of this sort of stuff to interact with the game, which he shouldn't be as a, an AI. And then they discover he's an original AI that created... From their game. So from he's their game. A guy. <laughs> I know it's so weird to say as a guy name. Guy is proof that uh, Tucker's characters stole their, their the essence of their the premise. game. And used it to create his game, which mm-hmm. is called Free City. Yes, yeah. something like that. And so, yeah, Coma and Reynolds have to pair up to try and prove... Um, that this the, world's been stolen, in a sense. All the while, Reynolds is in love with Coma's yeah, character. Yeah, no, don't blame him. And then he kind of has to live with the fact that he's an NPC. Mm-hmm. And well, save the other NPCs and mm-hmm. the people of this world before it's destroyed. And then comedy and action, lots of action ensues. And they can take a lot of liberties with it because it is meant to be um, a video game. So it's very over the top in a fun way. And there's lots of little in-text references to the MCU and a little Chris Evans cameo. That was fun. Ryan Reynolds knew he was in Boston filming um, the movie or limited series he did for Apple. And he's like, oh, can you come up this part of Boston and film for us? So he went up, shot it in a day, drove back ready for the next next set uh, for his own show. Um, and then you have the Captain America music playing. That was... And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's all owned yeah. by Disney. This makes sense now. What was the other reference to Marvel? Just the music and then Captain America's shield. Anyway, his best friend too is funny. Um, Do you know the actor's name? Lil Del something. Right. I'll pull up the the cast. Yeah, I can't even remember who the director is actually. Um, The free guy. He likes, he's a guy. I know that much. His name's Guy? No, it's not Guy. And then uh, they decide to make a new version of Blue Shirt Guy. Uh-huh. Who's not quite ready? <laughs> his catch He's stupid. <laughs> his catchphrase is catchphrase. <laughs> they release him way too early. He's very big and strong, but he very dumb. My bad. I said Lil Dell is Lil Rel Howry. Okay. Yeah, he's in quite a bit. Um, Joe Keery. That's a really Joe Keery is the director. No, no, no he's oh. he's the kid from Stranger Things. Um. And anyway, whilst Sorry, you were watching this, you you text me. This is how you broke. You were watching it. He didn't text me saying, "Hey, guess what? I'm watching Free Guy." He texted me. What did you say? I'm in love with Jodie Comer. Did you say I something will, before that? I will get up the exact quote, but <laughs> it's 
I was... got very excited because I knew it meant he was probably watching Free Guy, but I'm, I've been a Jodie Comer fan for three years now. And I'm like, yes, come on to said bandwagon. It's so good over here. So I'm now tempting MJK to watch Killing Eve because she is fascinating to watch in that show with all of her accents and her characteristics and these little um, characters that she plays as she's villain- as Villanelle sort of I go undercover. I was not aware that those uh, seasons are so short. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so Depps. That's going to make it easier for BBC. me to watch. BBC. So them. accessible through like... They're on Stan, I think. Oh, okay, cool, so awesome. They were like ABC iView or whatever before, but now on Stan. So check out Killing Eve if you have I it. how I broke it to you is... Oh, okay, here we go. So, full stop. My big black ass is now a fan of Jodie Comer. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think it was a Friday night, Thursday night. Excuse me, was round. Yeah. I was like, excuse me, guess what? Mofo likes Jodie Comer like the rest of us. And then you were like, welcome to the club. <laughs> I'm pretty savvy sometimes. What do you see? Free guy? That's how you sound in my text messages. <laughs> When you get a text from me, this is how you hear yeah. it in your head. Okay. And then it just, yeah, it, it just punctuated. It, it went from there. Catchphrase. And then I sent you a couple of Villanelle uh, gifts hmm. just to keep you in the zone. So, yeah, look, Free Guy's fun. It is what it is. It's not taking itself too seriously. It's silly in all the right ways. Yeah, true. It's got true. fun action. Mm-hmm. Like me, who is an absolute whinge bag when it comes to CG and shit. I oh, yes. totally ignore that because it's a video game. Yeah, well, that's true. You don't, you don't need it to look realistic. It's meant to look no. like a game and that's what it does. So you definitely have a few laugh out loud moments and um, yeah, and then you get to join the Jodie Comer fan club. Were you jealous of the Keys character? Keys. Getting to almost smooch homegirl? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and they did it and I was like, wow, we didn't see it. Because they cut it. Yeah, it yeah. was great. And then they cut to the world again and we see that uh, Buddy's alive. He's standing <laughs> on the other side of the street. Did you also get the vibe when uh, Keys and Millie were standing across the street from each other mm. having those love eyes? Mm. Was a part of you hoping one of them was going to get hit by a car? <laughs> I did wonder about that. I was because like, oh, God, please on. look both ways before crossing that road. It dragged on. It's too like, late in the game to be taken out now. I kept, like, ever so slowly, like, oh. grabbing at my hair, like, are they going to do this? Oh, God, what's going to happen? when they crossed to the video game world and Buddy was on the one side of the street just yelling at him, he's like, maybe you should cross the street. I'm like, he's going to get hit by the car. I don't what, think anyone what would you give car? it out of seven? Seven? Seven, that's no, your no, no, sorry, MJK sorry. movie review scale. I know. I was just... I was seven! Taken off guard. That's, that's me. Uh, I actually... I'm going to recency bias. Give it a six. Recency bias. This is a term you used with me last episode. Like for Shang-Chi, you're like, are you giving this recency bias? And I just, when I listened to it back, I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just ran with it. <laughs> I took, yeah, I'm giving it more votes because I saw it two days ago. Or to, I actually seen it that day. But yeah, recency bias. That's uh, a new thing. I, I don't know if it's actually in the dictionary, but. Well, it's two words. You, so you're saying. You I'm score higher to when it you've seen it because I've recently seen it. Yeah, very like recently. I'm still riding the. I'm high. The high of it. If yeah. you were to rewatch it again, it could be taken and interpreted very differently. Well, I actually did watch it again last night. Oh damn! On my Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I gotta get my money's worth. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Surprise! Oh, no, I'm messing with you, no, son. No, I'm no, messing no. with you. <laughs> I was like, "What is happening?" Nah, I ain't got no snacks. Uh, that was uh, that was a uh, that was a very um, speaky episode. 
We used words. <laughs> there was words in it. Yeah. And things. I got to uh, give you two things to be uh, proud. It's not the right word, but hmm. liked Black Widow. Yes. Jodie Comer oh, fan. Like, I am very content in this moment. With what I've just learned. That's so. the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Look, I used boycott wrong before, but I've redeemed with content. <laughs> like, it's, I'm in the moment. We're not reading off a script. and I'm only human. I'm going to make mistakes. But that is, uh, the we are coming to the end now of this episode. And as we Which said. Which is episode. Nine. Of season. Seven. Of. Not another. Podcast. <laughs> That's right. We're twins. We finish each other's. Sangers. <laughs> I'm like, surely he's going to say sandwiches. Surely he's going to say sandwiches. And we've gone with Sangers. I haven't heard it said that way before. But I uh, changed it mids and I was about <laughs> to say sandwiches and I went, Sangers. <laughs> You'll be able to hear that when we uh, play it back. Um, so, yeah, look, we can promise you the season finale, episode 10 of season 7, will be out in a week's time. You won't have to wait so long for this one. And uh, with that, we'll probably reach 2,000 downloads, which I'm very excited about. We only need... 16 more and we're there. So thanks for listening in. So Joel, check back in on the 24th of this month for the season finale of 7. That's been Jade. I've been MJK. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to not another podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook or Instagram. All one word, not another podcast with two Ts. Or check us out on Twitter tweets by nap wherever you are good morning good afternoon good evening good night